Hello and welcome to Cryptic Chronicles. Sorry for the lack of episodes lately, I've been very busy running a homeless shelter and my hours are just crazy. Anyway, today on the show, we're going to do things a little bit different and have a co-host. Elizabeth, one of the admins from the Cryptic Chronicles Facebook group, is going to join me and talk about shadow people. There's a ton of lore on these mysterious and allegedly malevolent entities, so we're just going to do an overview on them. And hopefully it gets pretty creepy. But enough talk, it's time to get weird, so let's get into it. Thank you for listening to Cryptic Chronicles, and uh, here we have Elizabeth to talk about shadow people. Elizabeth? Hey, how's it going? Fantastic. Great. You ready to learn about shadow people? How far back do these shadow person sightings go? To be honest, they range all the way back since, like, the dawn of religion, actually. Everybody that... Yes, um... According to many websites that I've read, there's, there's evidence of shadow people all across time and religions. So they have these shadowy spiritual beings, and they come, of course, at nighttime, sometimes during the day, out the corner of your eye when you're sleeping, um, also during sleep paralysis, things like that. Um, it's just pretty interesting, actually. So there's a lot of people across the world that see shadow people. Uh, more commonly, according to the shadow people archives, uh, the shadow people appear as men. And they know this because of broad shoulders or hatted. Mm-hmm. They're hatted and cloaked. And they describe them as wispy, smoky types. Um Some are seen only from the waist up, and others clearly have legs that are seen while they're fleeing, like while they're going away. Uh, They tend to be really quick, dart into corners, go through walls, into closets, behind TVs, bushes, and buildings. Um, So they react to when they're observed. Correct, yes. So when when you turn around, your reaction gives them a reaction. And their reaction is normally to go away. To yes. just like disperse, just like become invisible, like poof. It just depends, actually. They can either disappear, like you said, go poof. Or they can walk into a closet or like walk into a wall, if you will. And at that point, they're just either on the other side of the wall or they just completely disappear after that point. Oh, okay. Yeah. Did they ever, like, try to communicate or speak or anything like that? Let's see. So as far as communication goes for shadow people, the what I've read is that they will manifest possibly together. Like, say, if there's a building, there was a fire, it was a school, then there would be Children, of course, with an older person, an older 
or a taller figure, I guess is, would be more accurate. Um, in that sense, it's kind of like a, an unspoken communication because they manifest together and then they leave together more than likely, mm-hmm. you know, unless you're watching a movie, one might stay and befriend you. Yeah. <laughs> but um, for the most part, they, they come together, they leave together and it's mostly unspoken communication because they're very still. How, but how, they do, how do they look like, what are they exactly? What would be a good way to describe the way that they look? Uh, well, in my opinion, the way that a shadow person would look would be if you had, if, if you looked at somebody in the dark and you squinted. So you can make out a shadow, you can tell the generic shape, but everything looks like it's more of a watercolor. It kind of just fades as it gets away from their core. So you can actually see a silhouette. You can see that Does it's it have a person. Like a, a depth, like a depth to it. Like, In the it's center, not like yes. a shadow cast on the wall. It's like because so because if it was a shadow cast on the wall, it would be two D. It'd be flat. So yes. it's a shadow that has depth to it, and like Correct. a circumference. Yes, definitely volume and circumference. Are they usually seen to be wearing anything? I mean, they're all black, so it's hard to tell, but... Sometimes it's easy to tell when they're wearing something. For instance, there's been sightings where they see shadow people that clearly have a hat on. Oh, the hat man. Yes, yes, the hat that's man. A, that's a specific type. Yes. And there's some people that they have claimed to see shadow people that have um like wrapped in cloaks or old fashioned yes yes it's very it's very uh what do they call that word it's very flowy Mm -hmm. it's very flowy if if you can tell that they're wearing something very tight then i mean it's probably not that they're probably just manifesting themselves and then they'll probably go away what about their face do they ever really have a face because i know that sometimes they're seen with red glowing eyes Yes, sometimes they're seen with red glowing eyes. However, it's from what I've heard, it's rare. Um, they more so, they more so don't have any have any uh, facial features that you can make out. It's more of just, I guess, a plain face, like how we would normally recognize somebody's face. We're like, oh, there's their eyes, there's their or nose, like a, there's a their eyebrows, like a mannequin. Like a plain yes, mask, but black. Yes, yes. It's very generic, I guess would be a better word for me to describe it. So since they're etheric or, you know, whatever they are, do they have an ability to, like, move objects? Can they interact with the physical world? Because they can just move through walls, like you said, so I don't know. Correct. They Sometimes they can move things, yes. Uh, there's been there's been sightings where people see a shadow person like in their doorway in the middle of the night. They'll wake up because they hear a sound or maybe their dog moves or something. And when you turn your head and you're slowly coming out of that deep sleep, they will see someone in the doorway, whether it be the hatted man or, you know, the non-hatted person. And sometimes they will see their door move. They they will the see door? their door move, yes. And it's because the 
the figure has taken the doorknob and moved it. There's been a ton of... They physically um, moved the door. Yes. So they can interact with our physical reality if yes, they want they to. Can. Yes, they can. I believe it would take a lot of energy, though, to do that. Yeah, speaking of energy, what do you think brings them about? I'm sure it has to be something to do with that. Uh, the common factor that I've been reading about is fear and stress. Lots of uh, emotional turmoil, Sim similar to uh, poltergeists, actually, uh, if we're doing a comparison. Uh, poltergeists are brought on by extreme stress and uh, traumatic experiences. Young and girls. Yes, or, you know, little girls named Caroline. Yeah. <laughs> or Carolyn. Is it Carolyn or Caroline? I'm not sure. But uh, definitely brought on by massive amounts of stress, uh, frustration, uh, emotional, being just emotionally distraught for really any reason seems mm -hmm. to bring on the possibility of a shadow person. Um, and they can come to people of all ages. There's older people that see them. There's younger people that see them. Children are exceptionally susceptible to seeing. Children, most reports come from children. Yes, they do. Does it, does it have to just be normal stress or is it like these feelings in their extreme? Like they have to be extreme cases of depression or sadness or whatever. Definitely extreme cases. Uh, most people, uh, they tend to say that, oh, yeah, I saw a shadow person. But, of course, you know, they go in for that psyche valve. And sometimes they're on depression meds. Well, you only go on depression meds if you're in that severe case. If you're slightly depressed, they tell you to jog more. Or, you know, they tell you to not eat, eat so food. many carbs. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Your psyche does have an impact, but it's mostly... Uh, it's mostly brought on by the stress that you, you take on with you when you leave work, when you take, you know, your exams, or maybe it's before a midterm or before writing a really big paper that's probably 50% of your grade. It's all that stress and all that negative energy that manifests in different ways. But what would be the, I mean, that could be varied, but what would be the motivation behind these shadow people to manifest? You know, there's different theories about it. They're, I mean, I find it hard to believe that one of them would be able to possess anybody just because of what I've read on, you know... They don't what, seem what to they? be demons. Yeah, they're not going to be demonic, but I have a feeling that maybe they're caught. There, there's a theory going around other places, smaller websites, um, that they're just caught in between and there's really nowhere for them to go, but they're drawn to that energy that people put out that fear and that frustration. And it's so, more of like a, it's more of like a free for all really when they come to theory it. Suggest that they were once people, you know, they didn't ask, they didn't answer that part. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. Cause there's no female shadow people so that it makes me feel like it's something not human very well could be not human but then it would make me wonder why they would choose to take on a human form well, i maybe mean that's just our mind that's what we can comprehend 
possibly they could take on the form that that we best recognize yeah because that does happen too there's a lot of people that see uh uh ghosts and things like that but they see them how they remember seeing them because your mind your mind works like that your mind remembers everybody you've ever seen in your life your subconscious comes up everything yes yes and it just comes out at different points like if you have you have a dream and there's someone there that's blonde hair and blue blue eyed and you've only known people that are brunette your whole life at one point you saw somebody that was blonde haired and with blue eyes Yep. And your brain just slowly releases that when your subconscious you is just filling in the gaps. Yes. So a lot of people believe that shadow people are, they have several different origins. One of them says that they are a figment of the imagination. Uh, they, it's pretty much mainstream science. You know, your brain cooks something up and sees it. Your brain plays tricks on you coming out of sleep, of course. Um, but the real, the real question is, how can they account for other people seeing the same thing across the board? People that have never met each other, people that have no affiliation with each other whatsoever, that's the part that they're having trouble debunking. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, some people, like you said before, they believe that they might, well, I don't think you said that before, but uh, they think they might be ghosts. However, they... Uh, they don't believe that it's a ghost just because, like we were talking about before with facial features and clothing, you can actually see that. You can actually see that they have something on. There, there does seem to be something inhuman about them. Yes. Yes. It's not necessarily... A, well, Like a lot sorry. of people just think that they're interdimensional entities that just right. don't exist the way that we do. Right. And they wonder what their purpose is. Like, are they here to scare us? Are they here to give us a message? Are they just dropping in to see us? Well, a kind lot of, of people observe say us that in our they, natural habitat. They feed off negative energy and fear. Yes. Yes. And they feed of course, off depression. Yes. There, here's an interesting theory for you. Hmm. So, some people believe that shadow people are astral projections. Oh. Yeah, have you heard that theory? No. Yeah, they said that uh, shadow people are the shadows or essences of people who are having out-of-body experiences. Well, if well, according to like astral projection stuff, the only people who would be able to see other people astral projecting would be people who have some kind of psychic nature to them or people who have like third eye developed, you know, stuff like that. Right. So maybe that's why shadow people are so rarely seen because there's such a little limited population of people capable of viewing them. Exactly. But that is interesting. I've never, I've never heard that about him before. Yeah. And there's also another theory that, well, this one's kind of out there. Um, they think that they're time travelers. Time travelers. Yeah. That's a new one, right? People think that the, uh, people actually believe that shadow people might be time travelers. They say that uh, because to stare at kids in in the door doorway. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) They just want to observe events in our timeline, and that's why they do it. Because they don't really pose a really big threat. They just kind of sit there, stare, and then go away. They may move something. Cases where they lead people, they like haunt and torture people to the point they commit suicide. 
See, and for that, I wouldn't see, and that's a that's kind of a line right there too, because to me, if someone is uh, influencing a human being or another person's or even a even an animal, if they're coercing them to take their own life like that, then that leads me to believe that they have demonic quality. Yeah, that sounds demonic. Yeah, that doesn't lead me to believe that it's a shadow because person. They a lot of times they'll forcefully inject like a sense of dread into the victim, like dread or foreboding or and just feeding off of it. Yes. And let's see. And they've even been known to follow people from one location to the next. It doesn't even have to take place in the same area. They have. They've been known to follow people. They're, they actually have uh, quite a few movies depict that as well. Really? Mm-hmm. Where somebody mm-hmm. will be walking and... What, what is that show? I forget. I mean, in the... Uh, Stir of Echoes. Have you seen that movie? Maybe it's not no. really... Maybe it's not really Shadow People-esque. But in the beginning, when the... Uh, in the beginning, when the shadow person has no identity, he has no idea why it's there. Um, it looks like a shadow person. It has very vague facial features. Uh, you can't even tell really if it's a person because she, when she passed away, she had a jacket on. So that could be also mm-hmm. another. That's another theory, actually, that shadow people are simply ghosts without an identity. Well, that's creepy. Isn't it? it it's, mm-hmm. Trust me, it's a trip. <laughs> and uh, Do all of them seem to be malevolent? No. They don't? No. Not all of them. No. There's a few accounts, actually, where like, they see a shadow person. or There was one I was reading. She has seen a shadow person regularly in her life mm. um, ever since she was about a teenager. Which, of course, teenagers, emotional frustration, that definitely makes sense. Yeah. Um, she's been seeing this shadow person off and on since she was a teenager. And she doesn't feel threatened by it. It's more like when she sees that shadow person, she feels better, I guess, would be how she described it. Like if she's having a really bad dream and she wakes up and she sees the shadow, she just feels better. And she just falls back asleep. She's not scared. <laughs> that must be the only person, though. Right? That's what that I was saying. has had that I kind of like, encounter. I thought, oh, woman, you've been around this thing for too long. It might <laughs> even be a ploy. Who knows? It could just be a trick. It like could be a her, trick. Her guard down. I don't really come across any accounts of them being positive whatsoever. Yeah. It's, it's, definitely, it's definitely a Pandora's box shadow people i have a feeling that she's just probably seeing something else possibly like what uh who knows maybe it's a ghost with no identity that's not very threatening and she's just something familiar and it latches onto her basically yeah well what about the shadow people who don't really seem like a threat but they're still scary like uh you know, like transient shadow people. Shadow people who seem to have their own agenda and aren't really interested in humans. They're just kind of seen doing their own thing. Are there a lot of stories about that? I didn't come across any like that, actually. Other than that girl that 
pretty much, oh yeah, I've been seeing him since I was a teenager. I so honestly does... thought she was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I thought, oh, okay, it's going to be one of those days. <laughs> so there's I... never any times where they're just seen like going from wall to wall or just like going across a field, you know, going about their own business, not directly trying to be malevolent and feed off of humans. Basically. There's a... So there's actually a story of a boy that was 10 years old and he said it's something that he would never forget. Um, he was, it, I'll just read it to you. That way I don't stumble. Uh, one night when I was sleeping in my room, I woke up for no reason and looked around the room still sitting on my bed. At the time I had no curtains on my windows. When I looked out the window, I saw a black shadow staring at me to describe it. It had no face and it was just plain black. So there's one of our theories confirmed about no face. Mm -hmm. uh, it says, I was so scared that I couldn't move. I was too scared to turn the lights on, so I hid under my blanket. I was puzzled also because who would be staring at me from the second floor window? <laughs> the next, right? <laughs> yeah, bedtime story. <laughs> <laughs> then the next day, I told my mother about this, and I think she believed me. We put a blanket over the window so it wouldn't bother me anymore. After that, it didn't bother me. But that very next night, my mom told me that a black shadow came to her sliding door window. It was just staring at her, so she got up, turned the lights on, but it was no longer there. She shut the curtains and left it at that. So every night, she reminds me to shut all the curtains in the house. A few years later, my little brother had the same experience. He woke up crying, and he was too scared to sleep alone for a long time. My brother was only eight years old at the time. I don't know why this thing bothers us, but I can only give you people advice. Close your curtains so nothing will look at you. It's pretty freaky. That is pretty freaky. I mean, the fact that it didn't go into the house enough to make you wonder. Because all these why? people, they, they wake up and they see these shadow people in their doorways. Yeah, why could this one shadow person not enter the house? Exactly. It just, it leads me to believe that there's maybe more than meets the eye with shadow people, to be honest. Yeah, like maybe there was something or someone inside the house that was keeping him out. That too. Knowing it or not, being aware of it or not, you know. It could have been the energy from the mother. Yeah. I know that that happens a lot. Is there any shadow figures that seem to appear as omens, like bad things about to happen? What was that? Like, are there any shadow figures that seem to appear as omens when something bad's going to happen? I didn't come across any like that. No? It, no, other than that one lady that embraces her shadow person. <laughs> All the other ones were just, you know, that shadow being person scared. just waiting for the perfect time to strike. Pr probably. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, yeah, I'm going to get you all comfy. And then when you're not expecting it, bam. I'm going to be like, oh, it's my shadow person friend. Ooh. Yep. <laughs> no, it's scary. I don't even know how I would react to that. I, I would sit there and trust this supernatural being for so long. And then it would just come at me sideways. And, and I would just eat your like, soul. Yeah. 
the betrayal I would feel. <laughs> okay, wait. How about shadow figures where they seem to haunt certain locations? Not necessarily people, just locations. You know, I've heard a similar theory to this. Uh, I was actually... There's usually places where there's messed up stuff happened there. Right, of course. Uh, places like prisons, mm-hmm. you know, especially old school prisons. Old just, school prisons are the worst. Yeah, just places saturated in negative energy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's, uh, there's definitely, the way I would put it is that, say, the prison example that we were talking about, mm-hmm. um, all that negative energy definitely attracts them. Pretty much it's like moth to a flame, mm-hmm. if you will. Um, they're going to pretty much hoard around there and just wait for the opportune time for someone to come along that will be perceptive and see them. But what about the energy that's already there in like a negative environment? Like, say, for example, a torture room for like a serial killer could have a shadow person haunting it. Does it even need a person there to haunt or to feed off of since it's just filled in a room that's consumed in negative energy? I believe that they would need a person there to actually be seen. They still need people. Well, no, like to get the energy they need. Because they're like energy vampires, right? Right. Well, you know, according to some theories. We're not going to deal with any absolutes. (laughs) By all means, I am hypothesizing. Yes. (laughs) Hypothesizing anonymous. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah, I... Honestly, for for that for that instance, I would say that because because they need a person's energy, their their frustration and everything, that must be the key to be manifested. Because there's no doubt that they that they exist, but I mean they don't get seen unless there's somebody there. I mean yeah, but that um, doesn't mean they're not there. Exactly. But it would be my understanding that if somebody came into the room, then they would have that human energy available to them so that they can actually be seen. It could also be a case of like, you know, old fear and fresh fear, if you will. Yeah. You know, if you go into an old prison and they're like, oh, it's haunted, you're more than likely to see something. Uh, Do they have like different power levels? Like, are some shadow people stronger than others? I've heard of some being uh, darker than others. Like that, uh, the shadow person that has the hat. The hat man. Yes, the hat man. It would lead me to believe that he was a stronger entity than others. Yeah. He's not a normal so... shadow person. Yeah, because they're so cloudy looking, you know? With them being cloudy, it would lead me to believe that they're just kind of fragile. You know, maybe they've been there a while and nobody's been in the building. Or maybe they haven't seen anybody or been seen by anybody in a long time. And they're just maybe getting their feet wet again, (laughs) if they have feet. (laughs) Well, they have a lot of ways that they can hurt people, too. Because the, the more demonic ones actually do seem to be more powerful than some of the others. Like the weaker ones, they do scratches and make people feel sick. And the stronger ones are capable of full-on possessions and throwing objects or shoving people. Um, 
the power levels of shadow people, of course, vary because there's some that can interact and some that don't. Um, but what I'm reading is that very rarely demonic beings appear as nothing more than a darkened shadow. So understandably, there always remains concern when they are discovered. However, in the rare instance that the shadow being is something demonic in nature, you will definitely know it. Yeah. Like, uh, and... they're going to be far more strong and have, like, access to your psyche, right? They can, like, telepathically talk to you. Exactly. Exactly. Just like that. Touching of someone or other type of communication is possible, but... Full-on possession by the most powerful. Yes. I mean, well, it technically is that a shadow person or is that a demon? It's probably more of a demon in that case. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, I don't think that's shadow Or just people. like a really powerful shadow person. I don't know. Well, and it says on here at um, the paranormalmd.com, it does say that even if they are intent on tricking you into a false sense of security, like our previously mentioned lady, mm-hmm. uh, their facade won't last long. And that's how you know that they are demonic because a shadow person is content being a flower on the wall or a wallflower. Sorry, not a flower on the wall, wallflower. A shadow person does not care about interacting. They care about, I guess, strictly observing. Or feeding. Yeah. It could just be getting an energy source from you and saying, okay, thanks, bye. A demonic shadow person wants to like mess your day up. They want to provoke you. Yeah. They want in to any way possible. Cray-cray. Mm-hmm. So that poor kid with the blanket. <laughs> I mean. Oh, gosh. Poor you kid know, with there, the there's also theories that shadow people are entities called jinn. Have you ever heard of jinn? I have heard of the jinn, actually. Just watched a movie about one. Yeah. So they were created at the beginning of creation. And um, it goes back through all kinds of different cultures, lore, and theologies. Uh, it's very, very prominent in Islam, but they're also very prominent in the ancient Arabic religions. That was very yes. tribal. And yes. they, were, they were created by God out of smokeless fire alongside the angels. The angels were created with light. The jinn were created with fire. And uh, at least in the Arabic story, not in the Arabic story, sorry, in the Islamic story, they were basically the rulers of the earth for a long time until God said he'd had enough because the jinn had free will, much like humans. So they could do whatever they want. They could be good, evil, neutral, you know, whatever, everything, anything in between, you name it. And they chose to be a bunch of uh, assholes. So eventually God sent his army of angels to wipe them out. And they were pushed off of all the inhabitable lands of the earth. And those lands were given to humans. And that's why the Jinn hate humans so much. They they live in a parallel dimension to us. So they're actually not like in our world. They are, but they aren't at the same time. It's hard to explain. But there's a lot of people who think that the shadow people are Jinn. The descriptions is similar and they have the same kind of powers. And the Jinn had a bunch of different varying degrees of power. Some were way stronger than others. Yeah, I'm reading actually that uh, the Jinn actually are shapeshifters. 
that they yeah. can shape and they can be seen as humans or animals and that's so that they blend in so that people don't i guess bother them yeah would be appropriate exactly and they're you and they're cursed not to live in like mainly human inhabited places which is why they would most likely hang out in places nobody goes because messed up stuff happened there Exactly. Like you're you're gonna find Jin in caves. You're gonna find Jin in abandoned in abandoned houses. You're gonna find Jin where humans aren't. Yes. At least in any great numbers. Yeah, it would have to be a smaller population. Well, it makes you wonder if there's if there's like a a, a Jin sighting in some of the rural vil- villages of India. Well, there's actually a lot of people who think that aliens are jinn, uh, that basically all of the stuff in the paranormal community and everything that's supernatural are jinn. But that's a very limited perspective because it just comes from, like, you know, Islam and Arabia, you know, the Near East kind of lore. When there's a whole world that has all its own lore. So you don't want to put it in a little box. I just thought it was interesting. Yeah, it. Well, and to be honest, I mean, when you were mentioning the uh, that the angels were made from light and were made from smokeless fire, mm-hmm. kind of. I mean, that's dark. Yeah. <laughs> so, totally. what I was thinking, I was like, okay, well, if they're made from the dark, then I mean, they could possibly be shadow people. They are. They're just like a lot of times described as shadow people. Yeah. How how you I would mean, think shadow people are. Yeah. And it I mean honestly with them being shapeshifters it explains the hat man. It explains a lot of the other ones cuz it there have been some sightings where shadow people manifest as more than one. But I was reading that uh it's hard to tell if they're different entities or if they're just one and the same. Yeah. Like, that's extremely hard to pinpoint. So, I mean, if they are shapeshifters, they could technically be all of those people at once. Yeah, they could be aliens. They could be all the monsters from the past. But then again, that's just coming from one area of the world's culture. I mean, look at fairy lore and all that stuff. Like, there's, there's there's so much out there that could be described as a shadow person that's in other cultures' history, like their folklore. Right. So it's universal. But uh, the hat man seems to be a thing all his own. He's not really a normal shadow person. He is not a normal shadow person. In fact, there's a lot of people that say they've seen him and he has the red glowing eyes. Yeah. So that leads them to believe that he's demonic. And they some people think that he's actually just a superstition. Kind of like the Axeman in New Orleans. Like an urban legend? Mm-hmm. Yes. The tales <laughs> that surround the Hat Man go back generations. Like, there have been accounts of encounters with this mysterious entity from all over the world and throughout all human history. According to some, the Hat Man is a demon. Others claim it to be an interdimensional being which feeds off negative energy especially the feeling of fear which can permeate humans. The hat man seems to be attracted to hostile environments, like places saturated with conflict, violence, or sadness. 
dysfunctional families or places of abuse attract the entity, and some who claim to have encountered it say it's been with them since childhood, like the lady we talked about earlier. The Hat Man, actually, there's an interesting story with an interesting piece that I feel is actually pretty pretty relevant. Um, There's a man, and his name is Hollis. Uh, He did... He has a website about the hat man. It's called the hat man story is the article title. Um, according to Hollis, the hat man typically appears at night dressed in a long black trench coat, a three piece suit and a black hat can be either a fedora, a top hat or a cowboy hat. I guess that would depend on the region actually come to think yeah. of it. Uh, witnesses say that the hat man's eyes glow red, which we already knew. Definitely. And he, and he occasionally checks a gold pocket watch chain to his belt. Have you heard of that one before? Yeah. I mean, he can even look human kind of to some people. I have never heard of a gold pocket watch. He can like appear the hat man only. Can appear like a normal person, just like a dude with a fedora and a regular suit in a pocket watch. He appears right. like that to some people. But he's supposed to be very lengthy. Like, they, they, when they describe him, he's between 6 to 10 feet tall. Yeah, a lot of times he has a black beard. Like a, not like a real beard, like a goatee beard. Ah. Uh, so kind of like Satan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Totally. There you go. <laughs> but... I'm sure Satan has better stuff to do, though, than hang out and scare children. I mean, kind of. Maybe it's a Krampus thing. Who knows? But when the hat man is around, there's always tangible feelings of hopelessness in the area, like an oppressive energy. Yes. Yes. They. Go on. Oh, they've been described to have a feeling of a, not just extreme depression, but just worthlessness. Like they just, they sit back. People that have been experiencing uh, hat man encounters is what they call them. They've been sitting back and they just, they feel completely useless and worthless. They just, that's the overwhelming feeling that they feel. Yeah. Throughout the whole time. And they actually reference a very famous painting. Uh, it's called The Nightmare. And it oh, has. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, it, it's actually a beautiful piece. Uh, the, what they do with light in it is really good. Mm-hmm. But uh, for those of you that don't know, it's it has a woman on a old medieval bed, I guess, if you will. She's draped in white, symbolizing purity and her, I guess, devout her devoutness to religion. And sitting on top of her is just this goblin-like creature, and he's sitting on her chest and giving her paralysis. She's she looks like she's fainted, actually. Um, mm-hmm. It's a Renaissance piece. Yeah, and then and, the horse head too. Yes, yes. But they actually compare the Hat Man to that entity, like an early Hat Man. Yeah, the dog faced demon. Mm-hmm. That they goes compare back him far. to that. It does. That's a whole other subject: the dog faced demons. <laughs> we'll do that next time. <laughs> <laughs> But the hat man can lead people to have mental illness. 
leading them to have insanity and sometimes even leading them to suicide. Yes. And oftentimes these visitations are during, like we were just talking about, sleep paralysis, where the person is aware of everything going on around them, but is unable to move a muscle, despite the horror. It's almost like being scared stiff. Yeah. And the hat man is either attracted to or causes misfortune, violence, mental health issues, and even death, like I just said. But whether he's a source of this bad luck or just an ill omen of things to come isn't known. He is definitely evil as hell, though. Yes. There's actually been... There's been people that have come forward after seeing the hat man, and he just whispers the most horrible, ominous things in their ears. Honestly, if he scared somebody to the point where they couldn't move, that would be the most opportune time to do that. Some even claim that he'll steal your soul if he's like, uh, claim the victim's sanity enough. Like, if he makes them go crazy enough, he can straight up just eat their soul. Mm Mm-hmm. He'll just sit there and, I guess, feed off of that person for a while. And then after being seen so many times, that would drive somebody nuts. Well, Elizabeth, here's another weird thing about the hat man, is that he has even been seen during E.T. abductions, like E.T. encounters. Really? (laughs) Abductees have claimed to see the hat man. What? Yeah. (laughs) Oh, man. So he gets around. (laughs) Clearly. (laughs) He's even recruiting, like, E.T.'s parents. (laughs) Or maybe he's just there watching, just checking it out, and only letting you see him. He's like, yeah, I know there's aliens here. I don't care. I'm just here to freak you out, buddy. Right? I feel like <laughs> this is the great time to get the best fear out of your body. And yeah, mind. you already seem pretty <laughs> freaked out. So this is going to oh. be a good meal for me, is what the hat man mm-hmm. says. Basically. I mean, at least then he's not hurting them. Well, yeah, he is, but... <laughs> well, you know what I mean. Like, he's not yeah. physically hurting them. <laughs> yeah, totally. You know, some families even report that the hat man has visited their kin for generations, like from one generation to the next, kind of like how the Irish banshees go from one generation to the next. What do you think about that? Um, I think that also goes back to what we were talking about earlier about negative energy. Mm -hmm. And chances are if somebody is passing down, if you will, this shadow person or even the hat man for that matter um it it's kind of one of those things when it rains pours Mm -hmm. so if if he is influencing their life i would be curious to know if that person has like a strain of bad luck yeah he he uh he seems to cause misfortune if he's being seen like whoever sees him like their lives start to fall apart Mm mm-hmm that's kind of like those people that pass down Ouija boards and stuff. <laughs> yeah. But I, that would be my first guess. I would assume that the person, the first person had um, a large strain of bad luck and it has somehow penetrated their children's lives and maybe their children's children's lives. And that could be why he comes from generation to generation. He's just attached to the bloodline. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, if, well, think about it. In that story that we heard about the boy that shut his curtains, you know, it was it was almost like mass hysteria in their house. He saw, mm-hmm. he saw a shadow person in his window, told his mom about it, and then she saw it, 
And then the brother came along and he saw it. Just sparked like a whole thing of all of them seeing it. It's like dominoes. Yeah. Like if you see, if someone tells you about their experience, you kind of watch out for it subliminally, Mm -hmm. you know? Like, oh, don't go down that alleyway. So now you're going to look down every alleyway. Yeah. And your subconscious (laughs) is going to drag out everything you're scared of. Yes. It's going to look at everything. Everything. I mean, that's kind of like, that's kind of like entities being drawn to a specific, uh, either male or female within their family too. Uh Because I've heard of some people where, um, the females in the family see the old matriarch, you know, mm-hmm. um, yeah. people that go into uh, the Winchester mystery mansion out in San Jose, California. Yeah, uh, a lot. There. Yeah. A lot more women will see uh, apparitions or shadow people than men, which makes sense because I mean, Mary Winchester, didn't she, she died alone. She was there and, no husband. Her husband had already long gone by then. Yeah, that house was for all the spirits that were killed by the Winchester rifle. Yes. And that's why it was always under construction because they were always finding more people. <laughs> well, yeah, it was also to confuse the ghosts. That too. So that she wouldn't run into them. She could like, yeah, they can stay there, but leave me alone. Was her whole thing. On the tour, if you come out of a closet... Like, you seriously, you walk yeah. down this hallway, and you open this door, and it's like, oh, we were in a closet. Oh, totally. I've been, <laughs> I've been there. Just, the whole thing doesn't make sense. There's, like, windows that lead to nothing, and hallways uh-huh. that lead to a, a closet. There's a and door just... that has literally no floor on the other side. If you take another step, you're yeah. going to die. <laughs> <laughs> that was all to confuse the spirits. It's to keep them guessing, anyway, definitely. Um, we're going to take a short break, and we'll be right back. We're going to stop talking about the hat man and just kind of go over the rest of the stuff about shadow people don't go anywhere you're listening to cryptic chronicles hey listeners thanks for listening to cryptic chronicles are you interested in starting your own podcast please support the show by using our sponsor blueberry blueberry is optimized for itunes as well as pretty much all podcast hubs Don't worry about contracts or expensive fees. You have your own RSS feed and no third-party site. You won't ever have to leave your own website. Blueberry hosting really is the key to podcast success. Try it for a month free and a month of free podcast statistics by going to crypticchroniclespodcast.com. At the bottom of the homepage, you'll see the Blueberry link. By going through us, you'll really be helping us out. Also, make sure to support the show by joining the Chronicler's Vault. By supporting us on Patreon, you'll have access to exclusive bonus episodes. The more financial support we get, the more content we can produce. Anything will help, so if you can't afford the Chronicler's Vault, simply donate whatever you can, and we would greatly appreciate it. Go to crypticchroniclespodcast.com and click the donation button on the bottom of the homepage. To keep up to date with all Cryptic Chronicles content, follow us on Twitter, Tumblr, or our Facebook page. Throwing the Facebook page a like would also be very awesome. Thank you for supporting Cryptic Chronicles. Most of all, thanks for listening. Hi, welcome back to Cryptic Chronicles. I'm your host, Tim Hacker. I'm here with our co-host, Elizabeth, and we're going to talk. Yeah, welcome back. And we're going to talk more about shadow people. Elizabeth? 
Yeah, I actually have a story for you guys. Um, this is from an old house in Alabama. That is exactly where the location says it's from. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. uh, posted by somebody who wishes to remain anonymous and withhold their name. Um, let's begin. We moved into an old house to our location a few years ago. Uh, weird but non-malevolent things started taking place, such as our names being called N thumps. A few years ago, my daughter and I began seeing a tall, dark shape in the hall. It could be seen with peripheral vision, and it would walk away quickly. We never felt any evil from it, but it was rather scary anyway. We picked up a small dog someone had left in the road and brought her home with us to live. After that, we didn't see the entity. It was as though she scared it away. Our cat doesn't seem to be able to accomplish that. After the dog died, it reappeared, and now I see a small figure. It is roughly my daughter's height, and I would initially think it was her. However, I realized it was another shadow figure. Again, it is always out of the corner of my eye. My daughter is 18 now, and she has been seeing the taller one again, but not the small one. I would like them all gone. I think it's creepy to have these things in our house. I have not seen them in my son's room. He lives in another town. My daughter's friend says something touched her on her cheek one night in that room. I get a sense that I'm being watched in that room as well, and I don't like it. I use the room for my office and must be in it, and I hate the sense of something else in there with me. I'm too old for the creeps. (laughs) I would like to address psychosis. Seeing or hearing things that are not there, if others are hearing and seeing them, it's probably some manifestation. If If you are seeing full apparitions and communicating, you might want to talk to someone you trust and see what they think. If somebody else sees it too, then there's something going on. Exactly. Yeah. That's actually a, a good disclaimer she put in there. <laughs> mm-hmm. But that's that's interesting that she had a cat and she saw the entity, but then as soon as they got the dog, it went away. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know dogs are fierce protectors. I have two for that very reason. <laughs> <laughs> Not even a joke, all joking aside, I, I seriously got a dog to feel safer. <laughs> but yeah, it's just it's very interesting that after they got the dog, the big entity went away, and then when the dog died, a smaller one appeared, and now the bigger one is back in the picture. I got a story for you. Go ahead. It's called Sacred Blood Cemetery. A few years ago, I went on a nighttime walk with a good friend through a cemetery. Its name was Sacred Blood Cemetery, as if it wasn't creepy enough already. After a while, we just felt creeped out, but didn't see anything, so we decided to head out. We turned around, and about 30 feet away, there appeared to be a dark outline of something peering at us from behind a tree. Something felt sinister. My heart started pounding, and the air seemed really thin. I tried to dismiss it at first as being part of the tree, but as we walked around the tree, it seemed to move with us to remain hidden behind the tree. It could have been nothing, but we ran like hell thinking about the horror stories that seemed to revolve around shadow people. 
Okay, so that was a little bit tamer than I thought it would be. Just a wee bit. <laughs> <laughs> we saw something behind a tree. Right? I mean, that tree? <laughs> that was a freaky tree. Yeah, it was. I have a have lot of others? old trees out here. So that's actually kind of creepy. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Uh, let's see. So this this is actually pretty interesting because the person that submitted this story actually also submitted a drawing. Oh, what do you think? Um, yes. Uh, she's actually a pretty darn good artist because it kind of looks half alien, half crooked man. <laughs> can you get a screenshot of that and we can put it in the show notes? I totally can. Yeah. Thank Cool. Um. All right, well, I'll start. It mm -hmm. says, here's a sketch of the entity we have encountered. It seems to have attached itself to my daughter. She has been seeing it in her room since she was small. It would come out of a shadowy corner or her closet and stay in her room for hours, checking out her toys and things. She's now 20. I have seen it, my husband and son. It comes at night, usually 1 to 3.30 in the morning. It sometimes touches you or comes right up to your face. It crouches down and runs quickly to and fro, leaving a stream behind it. Hmm. My, my daughter sees it frequently. It whispers to her, but she cannot make out what it's saying. She freezes and is unable to move. She says it feels like there are cobwebs on her face, and it often comes right up to her face, and she feels it breathing on her. It has pulled her... Mm -hmm. That's what it says. It's pulled her hair, her legs, and her blankets. It's terrifying to say the least. It has also followed her to friends' homes. See, lady, this is a demon. That's not a shadow person. Yeah, it's got to be a demon. It's like that's breathing. demonic. That's demonic. <laughs> so some some of their parents have mistaken it for an intruder. So other people have seen it. Mm -hmm. She says that uh, my son feels it tapping him on the head. and Both of them have seen it running in the hallway between their bedrooms. They shut their doors at night, but of course it still gets in there. Mm -hmm. uh, she, she has two cats, and the two cats see it all the time. She can see the cat staring at something, but she does not see anything. Then when nightfall comes, she sees it. Wow. Yeah, that's a... Uh, that's, wow, that's a little dark. <laughs> I kind of expected it to be like, oh, yeah, this shadow person runs between the bedroom doors. Freaks me out. No, I like man. the really dark ones. That has me scared. <laughs> Sleep with the lights on tonight? Kind of, maybe. <laughs> well, and it's freaky because my dog does that. My dog will look at something and he'll focus so hard on it and he'll follow it with his face. And I'll look at him and go, like, there's nothing there. Like, what are you looking at? Oh, that's just like, the hat man. That's just the hat man saying, hi, mom. No big deal. Just causing no misfortune. <laughs> right? Maybe a straight <laughs> up bad luck, dishonor on your cow, things like that. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Oh, that's creepy. <laughs> this one's called My Friend's Haunted House. About a week ago, a coworker and I were chatting, and I mentioned how much I enjoy reading and watching things about the paranormal. He said he'd taken an interest in it as well, and because of this, he and his wife actually live in a house that's supposedly haunted. It's weird because we have known each other for nearly two years, and this is the first time anything like this has ever come up. 
His wife showed up to pick him up from his shift, and he said he told me about their house. She began describing some of the things that they'd seen and heard, and he invited me to come into the house and hang out, that maybe we would all see something, so it would be more than just the word of two of them. They have told their families about it, apparently, but got completely blown off with no one believing them. So he gave me directions, and I showed up at his place around 8 p.m. We ordered pizza, had some beers, and basically laughed and joked nearly the entire night. At around 10.30, I was like, well, nothing has happened, so I guess I'll take off. My friend said before I go, I should see his manga collection. So I was like, okay, cool. He took me into a spare room where he keeps all of his collectibles, and while we were in there, I look up and see his wife's face go as white as sheet. I see my friend turn his head to look behind me, and his jaw just drops. About five feet from me is the solid black outline of a person just standing there. Wow. We stared at it for a good minute or so, saying nothing, and just, it gradually faded. Then we all looked at each other, just awestruck. They had never actually seen anything like that before. Mostly just sounds, smells, and feelings, maybe a fleeting shadow like one time or another. Needless to say, we were all just flabbergasted. It didn't feel threatening, but it was very cold in that hallway as we walked out. I could barely sleep when I got home. I just can't believe it, to know that these things are real. I'm just questioning everything right now. I can't concentrate on my daily routine at the moment. I can't get that image out of my head. It was amazing. Not even really scary. I just had to share this, though. End of the story. So that one doesn't seem too bad. That's pretty tame. Yeah. Still kind of freaky, though. <laughs> so I have another story about this person calls them shadow folk. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's pretty interesting, actually. Um so he says, I was sitting upstairs in my parents' pub when I was about 17, just minding my own business, watching TV when I felt myself being watched. Mm -hmm. As I felt this, our dog, who was laying next to me, stood up and started growling. It was then I noticed what could only be described as a man shape, cut out of space. What I mean by this is that it, has, or it was perfectly human-shaped, Mm -hmm. but without features. Very male, very muscular, but just a black shape of a man. Not dark with shadow, dark with shadow or unwell lit. Where there should have been detail, there was just blackness like a black hole. Mm -hmm. It was standing in the door frame when I challenged it by saying in a loud voice, who's there? It took a startled step backwards in kind of a fight or flee stance and then fled. It was very fast, and though I was only a few feet away from it and the corridor from which it fled, by the time I reached the doorway and looked, it was gone. Until quite recently, I did not know what it was or even if I actually saw it, but then I heard about shadow folk and realized and checked out this site. So here's my story, and to all those who doubt me, I say I do not know what it was, but we need to find out, as it is very weird indeed. Although I did not feel it was evil, just curious. That's pretty interesting that he feels like it was just curious. Yeah, more of this shadow people not being evil stuff. Yeah. Which I find it's... extremely hard to believe. Right? I mean, they're... Mm. I mean, my if my dog barks at a shadow person, I'm just going to assume that they're the devil. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
because dogs can sense things like that. They they can tell in people, and they can tell like a vibe in an area, the air even. I mean, that's why we have them as companion animals. They can sense things that other people just can't. But it is kind of, it is kind of different that he's just he sees it and he's he's kind of taken back a little bit, but then he's just like, oh, I don't feel threatened by you. Like, where did you go? Did you want to play? That also, <laughs> that makes me feel like the person's maybe not telling the truth because I think anyone who saw a shadow person, like any regular person, would instantly just be paralyzed with fear. See, I, even, I, think, I think the same thing, but I don't think this person's from the U.S. It sounds like a story to me. Like, they're just making it up. Because, like, if you... Anybody who really saw that kind of thing would just be scared out of their mind. They wouldn't be like, oh, hello, you, you're over in the corner and you don't seem to be wanting to do bad stuff to me. That's okay. You know, it's like, what? no, you'd look over it and you'd be like, oh, my God, what is that? I'm going crazy. And then you'd scream and run. I mean, yeah. <laughs> right? Well, he says that he challenged it in a loud voice. Yeah, he's trying to... He's being ridiculous. It's fan fiction. (laughs) Fan fiction. I stood up to you, (laughs) shadow person. I'm not afraid, you know? Right. Fan fiction. If if he had a real encounter with a shadow person, he would be like, well, I put my pants and I ran. Right. (laughs) Like anything other than that is probably going to be fake. A fake encounter. People just talking. Well, Michael, you are going to be debunked one day. <laughs> That's I the person who left shadow it. person. Right? <laughs> Maybe the yeah. shadow person was like, crap, I got to go. This person's trying to catch me. So he's being too nice. <laughs> I got to get out of here. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, I, if I'm being I, honest. I think. Well, <laughs> be honest. Tell me what you think. Well, because I remember, I've always been into weird stuff, mm-hmm. you know, like ever since I was a kid. Um, I've seen a shadow person. And I was scared the first time. Second time, I wasn't really scared because I'd already seen it. <laughs> oh, I was really? like, yeah, I did the same thing. I got up and I said, who's there? Because I thought it was an actual person. I mean, of course, I was freaked out when I got up and I turned the light on. And I was like, <gasps> yeah. Like your heart's like beating out of your chest. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, maybe he just omitted those details. Don't hate. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe he's trying to be brave. (laughs) Who knows? I think he's trying to sound cool in his fan fiction. Probably, but nobody's watching him. But who knows, you know? (laughs) Who who am I to judge? Maybe he is like a hardcore badass guy. Maybe he's like Hellboy. You like... (laughs) Eats bullets and poops uh-huh. porcupines. Right? Something like that. Yeah. Could definitely be that. Exactly. Um, <laughs> but my personal opinion is, if these entities are real, they're not good guys. They're malevolent. They're, doing, they're up to no good. I think that they're possibly interdimensional entities that we don't understand and most likely will be beyond our comprehension for much of our evolution to come. But I think even the ones that don't seem to appear malevolent to people 
are just putting on an act. I think at their core, they're all malevolent. Not necessarily in a way that's evil. It's more like looking at it like this. Okay, so a shark kills viciously and violently a lot of creatures in the ocean. But it doesn't mm -hmm. do that out of hatred. It doesn't do it out of malice. It just does it because it's a shark and it needs to eat. Right. There's no morals behind it because it's just doing what it does, what it's created and has to do to survive. I think the shadow people phenomenon, if they're real, is similar to this. Like, it's not necessarily evil, but, you know, a spider is going to eat, eat bugs and poison them and turn their bo in, like, body into mush and slurp them up. Sharks going to eat people. Alligators are going to kill deer or whatever. You know, thing, it's not like more that they're good or bad. It's a force of nature. Right. Yeah. Honestly, that's just what I think. But the hat I man's mean, a, a total different cup of tea. He is. He's a total different cup of tea. So, honestly, anybody that looks up a story about the hat man, it's not pleasant. <laughs> no. It is not pleasant. No, he is not a nice thing, whatever he is. I mean, honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if somebody eventually... Well, I mean, I know there's people that have done it, but I feel like the people that go essentially insane from shadow people, mm -hmm. I feel like it's him. Yeah, totally. I feel like it's just him. I mean, if even if they are in cahoots with you know the gin well, like they, they are even our gin yeah yeah if if they're in cahoots if they are one and the same i mean it would make sense because there's all of that going on there's all kinds of uh there's all kinds of wrongdoing being done i mean what a lot the, of the what if the shadow people were like the foot soldiers of the hat man Ooh, maybe they're scoping out people he's like the alpha yeah Oh, that's creepy. Now I'm really going to have to sleep with a light on tonight. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, dang it, because I actually saw one here in my apartment. And how long, how long ago was that? It was like two months after we moved in. And I had both the dogs in my bed. And one of them just got up really suddenly. And when they do that, their collar makes a loud clanking noise. I put, mm -hmm. like, five tags on there telling them, like, call my mom. She's ugly crying. You know? <laughs> She's ugly crying? That's literally what my dog's tag says. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, oh, that was creepy. Someone just made a big thump upstairs. That's weird. That's um, the hat man. How about you not say that? <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, no, I was, I was sleeping, and I heard their, uh, I heard their collars clank. And I got up, and all of a sudden, the puppy... Now, disclaimer, my stepmother told me when I first got this puppy that mm -hmm. he's going to be ultra-sensitive to sound and mm -hmm. things that move, and he's going to see things that you're not going to see, and he's going to hear things that Trucker's not even going to hear, my, my older dog. Mm -hmm. And I just told her, I, was, I just chopped it up to, you know, my mom's crazy. Mm -hmm. But um, when I woke up, I did feel like I couldn't move that was definitely happening um I could still breathe though without a problem like I was still able to you know so but uh mild sleep paralysis just about and when I stood on the edge of my or 
my puppy stood on the edge of my bed and he just started barking at the door. And when I focused a little bit more, I could see the outline of a person. Uh But it was more like a glob. It wasn't more like I couldn't tell if it had saw like this. I just saw like this big blob in front of my door. And that was my bedroom door. So Mm -hmm. I was just kind of like, okay, that wasn't freaky. Turned on the TV, put on the sleep timer. (laughs) So you were freaked out. Yeah, I was definitely freaked out. I was like, wow, I I have not seen one of these in a long time. (laughs) I was like, who are you? What are you doing? And how long did you sleep with the lights on? Uh, At least two nights. (laughs) (laughs) At least two nights. And I put the puppy in the crate. I was like, if something's there, I don't want to. <laughs> Just let it do its business and I'm going to go. Because <laughs> I didn't see anything until you woke me up. <laughs> you know what? We're going to have to have many episodes on shadow people, I think. I think we should. Like, I'll, I'll read books and. Uh, I think we should ask. We should ask members, too, if they've seen anything. Oh, yeah, totally. We should get people on. And uh, have multiple co-hosts. Yeah. But well, we would have if Mark yeah. wasn't getting coffee in El Paso. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're definitely going to have future episodes dedicated to shadow people. Don't you worry, listeners. Interesting topic. And Elizabeth, thank you for being the co-host for this episode. Thank you for having me. Yeah, it's been a blast. Yeah, been great. All right, thank you for listening to this episode on Shadow People and the Hat Man. Don't forget to support us on Patreon. Visit us on social media like Facebook and uh, Twitter and all that stuff. The Facebook page is pretty popular and we have a pretty cool Facebook group going too. Or if you could donate any little bit helps, the more finances we have, the more episodes we can do. Thanks again to Elizabeth. She was a great co-host. And thank you all of you for listening.